Well, Dad, happy Father's Day to all fathers here. My, uh, my son, uh, went, as I left for church this morning, is still slumbering at the end of the parking lot, so uh, he made it in. My daughter, um, somewhere in the middle of the night for me, but during uh, the day for her, you know, gave me my Facebook Father's Day post, so we are now in communication, and I have not yet been the good son to my own father and called back to wish him a, a happy Father's Day. <coughs> uh, you ever got take tag-teamed by your kids? You ever got tag-teamed by your rotten kids? I got tag-teamed by my rotten kids when they were like three and five years old, or maybe it was even younger than that. It must have been two and four, that's what it was. And so my little son, he's looking at me, and he's in my lap, and he puts his hands on my face, and he starts putting his fingers across my forehead, and all of a sudden he looks at me in great concern and says, owie, owie, owie. I tried to figure out what he was talking about, and then I realized that he was putting his fingers across the wrinkles on my forehead. And I looked at him and I said, Jack, not owie, those are wrinkles. And then I thought, owie, owie, owie. My daughter, not to be outdone, came up a little bit later on and said, when I'm 39, I know what you'll be. What, Cora? Dead. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then, the thought, and then the thought hit me. I go, yeah, but what will they be when I'm dead? Will they be lovers of the Heavenly Father? And who will God be to them? Because it's not just about today. It's about the legacy, right? I think about Father's Day. And uh, there's a number of things that I want to talk about this morning with regard to a father's heart. Father, by the way, is the most gentle, and it's the highest of titles. Do you want to know what God's heart is for you? That's it. He wants to be known as Father. Here's what Romans 8.15 says. It says, listen, you did not receive a spirit of slavery. That's not who you are to God. You did not receive a spirit of slavery because all that would have done in your life would have led you to fear all over again. But instead, here's what you received from God. You received a spirit of adoption. And by that spirit of adoption, we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. There could have been all kinds of high and lofty titles that, uh, that God asked us to ascribe to Him. Oh, magnificent one. Oh, almighty God. Oh, the high and lofty one beyond all reason or comprehension. His titles go on and on and on. But think about it. The God of the universe, the creator and sustainer of all, says, when you come to me, I want to hear you say, say, Daddy. The disciples come to Jesus and ask, how are we to pray? And what does Jesus say? Begin your prayer this way. Our Father. Our Father. Our Father. See, it brings joy to his heart when we speak to him that way from the heart. Gentlemen in this room, whether you're dads today or whether you'll be dads in the future, listen, we have a moniker. And the moniker that has been given to us is dad, daddy, dad, father, the same moniker that God takes on for himself. 
And what I would say is with that moniker, let there be no lukewarm dads when it comes to your heavenly father. Because here's the truth. If a dad doesn't take God the Father seriously, why should his children? I asked the question one year of uh, kids, what's most important to your dad? Little preschoolers, what's most important to your dad, first graders? And I got a number of answers. And some of those answers were, yes, sports is what's most important to my dad. Work is what's most important to my dad. You know, um, working on the car is what's most important to my dad. Some kids went, I am most important to my dad. But what an amazing thing for children to be able to say, God is what's most important. God's what's most important to my dad. The Heavenly Father is what's most important to my dad. I got to be real honest too, you know, when it comes to this moniker and carrying it, it's tough. Because I know what kind of dad I've been. There are times when I've been really good, but there are times when I've been impatient, times when I've been short of temper, times when I wasn't listening, times when I wasn't there, times when I was far off, times when I wasn't a good example. I know the failures. I know the lack in my life. And yet my kids are being asked to follow a heavenly father. Man, I love my kids, but sometimes I just had enough of them. And now with Jack 19 and Cora graduating from college, there's a big part of me going, I I wish I could have some of those years back. I wish I could have some of those moments back. I wish I could have a do-over. Don't you ever wish that sometimes? Some key moments, key moments when I wish, oh, if I could just take that moment back, I would. Some moments where I could say, if I just would have chosen to be with them, I wish there was more time. I wish I had the years to do over. And maybe that's like you right now. I remember when the kids were small, you know, there was a part of me that was like, I just had enough, and it was late, and you're still up? You're still up? Young dads, you'll understand this. Go to sleep. Go to sleep right now. Please go to sleep. Garrison Keeler, you know, who does Prairie Home Companion, does this whole uh, thing about him wishing that his kids would go to sleep. And he begins by singing an old hymn like this. He just sings, Joys are flowing like a river since the Comforter has come. Do you know that hymn? He abides with us forever makes the loving heart his home. And now the key for dads. Blessed quietness. Holy quietness. And now Garrison Keeler. Hope you sleep the whole night through. Now your mom and dad will go off to bed. Maybe make some more like you. Oh man, there are times when you just go, I've just had it, I've just had it. But here's the reality, your heavenly Father is not like that. Psalm 121 says this, that a father's heart is ever and always with his children. He will not let your foot slip. That's what Psalm 121 says. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, He who watches over Israel will never do the same. He will never slumber nor sleep. 
The Lord watches over you so closely that he's the shade on your right hand. And I love my kids, but I just can't go at them 24-7. There are days when I just need to sleep, when I just need to rest, when I just need to have some recharge time. But your Heavenly Father that always looks out after you is saying, I can never have enough of them. I can never have enough time for them. And even when they're not looking at me, I am looking at them. A father's heart is always, always, always on the lookout for his kids. You know the story. They call it the story of the prodigal son, but it's really a wrong name. It's really the, the story of the waiting father. There's a young boy who comes to his dad and basically says, I'm not waiting till I'm 39. I want everything that I have now before your dad give it to me. And the dad does. Gives him his whole inheritance and the kid goes off and squanders it. And uses it in ways that the family would never ever have used their wealth. And now, basically, eating the slop and hoping for the slop the pigs are eating, this Jewish boy decides he's going to come home. And as he comes home, he's thinking, if I can only be in my father's house, not as a son, but maybe just as a servant. You know the story, right? And so there he is rehearsing what it is that he's going to say. And then you get this remarkable line in Luke 15, 20. But while he was still still a long way off his father saw him and filled with compassion for him he ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him well the boy is still a long way off while he's still so far that he's just a pinprick out there the dad's already looking constantly is today the day my boy's coming home is today the day is today the day? Is it possible that today is the day? He knows what he looks like. He's been dreaming of him. He knows the walk, the bounce of his son. And from the far off, he can see. And he does not wait for his son to get to him so his son can get the speech out. No way. He's on the run as hard as he can to get to his little boy, now his grown man son, and throw his arms around him. You know, sometimes that's the way we are. We're out here rehearsing what we're going to tell our Heavenly Father. He already knows. Oh, our Father, I'm sorry. I know. Oh, I've blown it. I know. Oh, will you take me back? You don't even get that line out before the Spirit of mercy comes running to throw His arms around you. That's what He's been waiting for. Is this the day? Is this the day? Is this the day? A father's heart seeks and loves his children more deeply than they can even imagine. 1 John 3.1 says this, Look, check it out, see what great love the Father has, not just for us, but has lavished on us. That we should be called the children of God. And not just called that, that's what you actually are. And then this line, the reason that the world doesn't know us is that it didn't know Him. There will be everybody in the world trying to talk you out of the love of your Heavenly Father. Trying to tell you that you're crazy. Trying to tell you that it doesn't matter. Trying to think about you and your faith as if you're provincial and backward. Don't you dare listen to them. They don't know that you are the child of a king. They don't know that you belong to the Almighty God, the Creator and Sustainer of the universe. They don't know that you belong to one that the whole earth would tremble before Him. 
They don't know you belong to that one who says, instead, come and call me daddy. Because my great heart for you is to be in deep relationship and constant care of you. No matter how much you have ever loved anyone on the planet, no matter how much you love dads and moms, your own children, no matter how deeply you have ever felt love for anyone, no matter how much you have thrown yourself towards someone, you cannot match the love of God the Father for you. And the reason is, is that your very ability to love is part of something that he has created and by definition is greater than you and your heart. You cannot even begin to imagine how deeply he cares for you. A father's heart also does the following. It sings at the thought of his children. Zephaniah 3.17 says this, that the Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves. The hero God, that's who he is. And then this promise, he's not there to bash you down. He's not there to put you down. He will take delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. Literally, he will be quiet in his love. How many of us have done something wrong? We know we got to face dad. We know the lecture is coming. Do you know the lecture I'm talking about? You know the lecture. And, and you know what it's for. And you know the reason. But the lecture is coming. What this text says is that he will delight in you. And he will quiet you in his love. What does that mean? I don't even need to talk to you about it anymore. You already know. I've already put it in your heart. And instead, what I want to do is I want to delight in you and rejoice over you with singing. And we look back at God the Father and we say, but I don't deserve for you to rejoice over me in singing. But if you only know what I did, I know. But if you only knew who I am, I know. But if you only knew what my thoughts were, I know. I'm God. But more than that, I know who I created you to be. I know the man or the woman that you want to be. I know what's in your heart to be. I know what's in my dreams of you to be. And more than that, right now, I'm even the one that is holding you together and sustaining you. And in case you've forgotten when you were in your mother's womb, this is what I said of you. You are fearfully and wonderfully, what? made that did not change in my heart or in my mind at any point in your life i delight in you i love you i sing over you no amount of singing we ever give to our heavenly father will ever outdo his heart song for you <coughs> cora was um Two years old, she was in my arms, and we went outside um, right near sunset. And there on the lawn near our condominium um, were these little rabbits that were coming out. Look, Cora, a rabbit. Oh, Daddy. And around the next corner, Daddy. And then finally we'd scared all the rabbits away, 
And Cora looked at me and said, as if I had control of rabbits, one more? I wanted a rabbit on the lawn so badly. So what did I do? I lifted my eyes to heaven and I said, one more. And as we turned around, I said, look, Cora, one more. And a father in heaven was delighting over two children and singing over them, saying, I'm not only the God of rabbits, but of you. He delights over us constantly. His heart is ever for us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time, for your goodness to us in all things. And now, Lord Jesus, as we move forward and as we prepare for baptism for those who have come to you, who have given their lives to you, who have said, Daddy, on this Father's Day, I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Oh God, may your spirit descend on us all and may you, may you remind us evermore of your deep love and heart for each of us. We love you, our Heavenly Father. Amen.